What's up you guys on this beautiful snowy February the 7th, 2021 Sunday. My name is Daniel Couvertier and you are listening to Allow Me To Explain. This is episode 14. Today's topic is what the hell is Allow Me To Explain? What is the purpose of Allow Me To Explain? The podcast. What is our direction and what do I want to focus more on as a podcast? I think some con- there has been some confusion on allow me to explain where are we going to gossip about people, are we going to talk about celebrities, are we going to dive into your, your old, uh, the days that you were in the music business, what are we going to speak on specifically in today's episode, I just want to bring it down, narrow it down to one episode, just to explain what the hell allow me to explain is and what, who we are moving forward. Let's get into it. What is up, you guys? My name is Daniel Covertier, and you're listening to Allow Me to Explain. This is episode 14, and today's subject is going to speak on the podcast itself, Allow Me to Explain. What's the purpose of this podcast? What's my direction? What's my focus? We'll get into that. We'll get into that. However, this episode we are recording. This is attempt number 135 since episode 7 on trying to record the podcast. It's been a pain in the caboose. It's been a pain in a caboose, okay? I've, people have told me, yo, D, like, we, need, we want to see the video version. We want to see, and I'm like, yo, I actually, I, I want to do it too. Um, but I'm a one-man band. I'm a one-man band, literally. It's me and the spirit gods. Like, it's, I'm the one-man band. So I'm trying to, like, get everything together. But in a way where I'm not, like, over-exerting myself, right? Um, the podcast that I recorded the other time, it didn't... Like, I literally, like, when I was recording... First of all, thank you guys for listening to the Jay Adore podcast. Thank you. The Jay Adore episode. Um, both parts. It was really meaningful to us to speak on it. Um, it was almost like we wanted to speak on it and just move on from it, so to speak. And people were asking about it. So like, all right, let's give the people what they want. And the people was like three people because I have like three, three followers here. No, no, I probably have like seven followers now since that podcast. I appreciate you. I appreciate you. I'm joking. Um, but what we did want to uh, speak on uh, what happened, all the good things that everyone, you know, was familiar with. or so some people were or were not. And then we also wanted to address a lot of what took the group left. And just keep the intentions uh, positive where it's not pointing fingers, it's not trying to incriminate or, de- uh, or defame anyone's character or anything like that. Um, but this is the attempt number 135 to try to record this episode. And let's see if it works, right? Yo, I have uh, like a little like, bit of a mukbang here. And try to record this episode, I recorded it like three times, not, not in length, but I tried to record it like three or four times. And so I had like three items of food. So now I'm down to two and a half right now. I've been eating, just eating, stress eating. What's up? It's mama's birthday today. Happy birthday, mom. Happy birthday. I woke up this morning. I was trying to get her a gift for her birthday. So I'm like, I'm like, it's very difficult, okay? When it comes to like getting gifts. She likes lavish things, very luxurious things. Like uh, that's 
luxurious on the pocket. It's really expensive. Um, and she's not like, a, like someone that's materialistic per se, but she's someone that likes to, you know, if I go to, the, I'm not going to say I go to the dollar store, but if I go to like Target or something and I'll get her something there, she's almost like, like excuse me? Like, no, she wants something a little bit more of quality. And I'm someone, as you know, is very frugal. I'll, I'll go to Target and I'll get me a nice, you know, I'll get me some, some expensive sneakers or shoes Give me a nice throw book bag, expensive, but like clothes and stuff. I'm like, I really don't care, you know? So I was trying to figure out what to get her. And on the process of figuring out what to get her, I was like, yo, we don't even have, I don't even have like a cake. Like we always sing happy birthday. And I was like, wait a minute. She usually gets the cake. So it's her birthday. I said, who's going to get the cake? I was like, oh, sh- I'm supposed to get the cake. So I'm like, wow, what am I going to do? And like, I was like, oh man, I forgot I got to get the cake. And now it's like a snowstorm again outside. I'm like, I don't know. I'm stressed out today. I'm stressed out today. I'm stressed out today. I really am. This is why the purpose of the podcast, and we'll get into it. We're going to discuss mental health. Let me do just one last thing. My setup. This is not my normal setup. If you could see, if you're watching the podcast, you can see in the background, I have like a whole microphone set, everything. Like, you know, I'm big on quality. This morning, last night, and even this morning, I tried to get that working, and it just wasn't working in my favor. It just, it just wasn't working in my favor. I was exhausted already. I was like, listen, I don't care. I'm just going to have to do it the old school way and get my headphones and just record it that way and just try to edit it out, anything. I even have like a, like a travel microphone that I use, and even that one, it was like just picking up all the sound from everywhere. So I was like, okay, I can't do it. But I am eating an avocado toast that I made and some apples that I got from the store. And my coffee block with the straw, the metal straw, because we're environmentally friendly and we like to watch our teeth, right? You know, honestly, the purpose of the podcast is is very simple to me. I want to deal with all things related to mental health. I think it's important to discuss things that we don't typically discuss um, and generally or in public, right? I think it's important for us to really understand people, the depths of people. We, we get to know each other on like a very surfacey level. I'm someone that, and me specifically, I'm someone that gets to know someone on a very surfacey level. For example, when I get to know you, unless... I'm looking to get to know more of you, you know, your first impression is enough. And by the way, your first impression is always your last impression. So it's really important to have a good first impression, right? That's how I look at it. So I mean, you know, being the best version of yourself when you first meet somebody is going to be the last thing that they remember about you. Because if anything goes left, they're going to be like, remember that first time? I remember that first time. Or when a lot of things go well, they're like, you know, that first time I met, first impression is always the last impression. But as such a, such a part of mental health, it's what you go through sometimes in your life, you don't deal with, you know, and I, it's, it's something that I just, I just keep pushing. There's like a, a, a point that I keep pushing that you don't deal with it and then it projects itself outwards and onwards to other people, right? 
we all have drama. We all have trauma. We all have things that we deal with in our everyday life. Some people are good at it. Some people aren't so good at it. Some people know how to deal with it. Some people don't know how to deal with it. Some people are in denial and other people aren't in denial. I consider myself a student of life. I'm someone that wants to better myself in every aspect. I am someone that wants to learn from my mistakes. Therefore, I don't make the same ones twice. And if I'm making the same mistakes two times, three times, four times over, it's because it is something that as a lesson that I'm not learning. Like, for example, relationships. Anytime that you get into a, a relationship and it has to, doesn't have to be romantical. Yes, romantical is my word. It doesn't have to be like that. When you get into a relationship with someone, any kind of a work relationship, a, a family, you have a family relationship with someone, you have an acquaintance, they're acquaintance, they're a best friend, whatever the case may be, it's an opportunity that comes with a lesson, right? I don't look at it and that's, I don't look at it as, oh, I'm so pained by the circumstances of this person, the circumstances of this relationship. No, it was an opportunity. It was, it was brought to you in your life to advance you to the next stage in your life. It was brought to you to show you something that you weren't, weren't seeing before, to understand something that you couldn't understand before. That's why it was brought to your life, and it becomes a lesson. And such as school, like when you go to school, whatever grade you're in school, there is the opportunity is you have advanced to the next, next grade or, you, you know, to the next uh, semester in college where, you know, eventually you'll get your degree or you get your diploma, you get your doctorate, what, what have you. But you have to advance to the next stage. Think of that such like a relationship with somebody. When they come into your life, they come into your life as a lesson. So the opportunity that you have that there, it's good because it's going to take you to the next level. You understand. You have to, throughout the time, you'll enjoy it. You know, you enjoy the, the, the first semester of college. You get to see all the people that you're going to be in class with. You get to build relationships. You get to, you know, see what parts of the subject matter that you like most and what parts that you hate. The ones that you hate is what you have to deal with in order to pass the, the past, right? So, like people, when they come into your life, you have to understand that they come with the good and they also come with the bad. Now, sometimes the bad is good to take. They'll, come, they'll go along with you to the next uh, stage in your life, the next uh, grade in your life, the, the next semester. And sometimes those people you have to leave behind because there's a, there's a lesson behind them, you know? And depending on how well you pick up on that lesson, you learn from that lesson, you either continue on with it until you learn and not. And I, and I don't mean that those relationships need to cease, but sometimes they do. Sometimes it's important to let leave certain relationships behind in order for your growth and development, you know, because everyone doesn't grow with you. Everyone is not on the same page as you. Not everyone sees things. Like, I think it's interesting. You can see, you both can look at the same thing, the same picture on the wall and realize that you'll see it differently from each other. Okay. It's, it's a glorious thing. It's a glorious thing to see it differently, but you could even look at the, you both could look at the sky. And when you're looking at the sky, you'll be like, wait a minute. And you close your eyes, you open your eyes, you say, what do you envision? What do you see? And you and the other person will have two separate answers from what you see. That's the beauty, that's the beauty in life. That's the lesson 
in life. That's the opportunity in life. That's how you should look at it. I think a lot of us that are black and brown don't deal with our mental health very well. And I think just, and bigger than that, I think as a society, we don't deal with our mental health very well, where we go to pharmaceutical drugs to kind of treat certain things or street drugs to try to treat certain things instead of doing, taking things in a more natural, more um, vulnerable place. And that's just honestly just taking the time out to understand who you are, to understand what it is that you need to focus on, understand what's important to you and what's not important to you, or important for you and what's not important as important for you. I personally, I suffer with anxiety, right? And so some people are like, oh, you suffer with anxiety. Okay. It's not such a big deal, right? To me, to me, it's a big deal where it's something that I have to be conscious of all the time. It's, that's, that's why it becomes a big deal. A lot of the traits of anxiety um, that I suffer with is like nervousness. I could meet someone 10 times over and my initial reaction is like I'm nervous at the, you know, in face value, I'm nervous right away. Uh, when I, I public speaking, I'll get nervous or speaking, speaking in front of a camera, I'll get nervous or speaking on a podcast, I'll get nervous and therefore I start overthinking, right? And then when I start overthinking, I am the kind of person where I overthink, I overfeel, I overlove, I'm over the top. And repeat, I am the kind of person where I overthink, I overfeel, I overlove, I'm over the top. And I love that about myself, right? It is nothing small fry about me, you know? <laughs> but it's like I, I am someone that is big in that kind of way. And when you meet me for the first time, first impression, when you meet me for the first time, you're like, oh, you think they're a very nice person. And I am always a very nice person, even to the end. I'm always a very nice person with the intention of a positive, a great, you know, with great intent. Um, but I'm a lot bigger than on my first impression and people find that out about me. It's like unlayering, un unlayering of one layer, of one layer, of one layer, and they'll see different parts of me. And that's because I'm very confident in who I am. I deal with my mental instability and things that I, I know that I should focus more on and areas I don't need to focus as much on. Anxiety is one of those areas that I focus a lot on where I overthink where I start to now, physically, I start to do things where I'm biting my nails. Like, I bite my nails all the time, and it's one of, the, one of my most insecurities. And I always joke around, I don't have insecurities. We all have insecurities. I don't know how, how confident everybody wants to pretend that they are. Everyone has insecurities. And at one point, I used to love trying to you know, find people's insecurities and, like, <laughs> got you, you know, and hold that against them. But then I matured, right? Because people want to sometimes put on this fluff, like, Oh, they don't, there's nothing wrong with them. They don't have anything going on. You know, they, not, you don't have to worry about it. They're, they try to be perfect in their essence. And we're all perfect in our essence, but we all have, we're all a whole being. Therefore, we all have good and bad. We all are sad. We all happy. What goes up comes down. We have to find a balance, right? So it's a, when people just want to present one side of them, I'm always interested in the opposite side. Like, for example, if they're always happy, I always want to know what's wrong, what, what makes them sad. Or if they're always sad, I want to try to help them get to that happiness. That's just I'm a person, a curious person like that, where I just want to always try to be of essence to people. If someone tried to help someone in some kind of way, because in return, they're helping me. I love it when people come into my life and they, you know, they're there not to take away from you, but to try to restore what's missing in your life, to try to help build you up to another level. It's so many of us in this world that 
just want to just uh, soul suckers and how I put it like soul suckers. They'll come into your life and they just literally just want they don't they don't provide anything. They don't have anything to give because they don't they haven't worked on themselves enough. So then they'll see somebody like you that's special, that just radiant in your own way. And then what they'll do is they'll take from you. But and more but in life as laws of attraction, which when you take, you give. That's 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 that balance. That's what you call a whole circle. That's what you call a whole soul. But that's also what you call karma too. When you take from something, you have to give back something. When you make a lot of money, you have to give a, you have to give money back. You don't have to give a lot of money back, but you have to give money back. When someone does a good deed to you, you be a good Samaritan and you do a good deed to them. And that's just what it is to have a sustainable, more positive, more balanced uh, insight insight in life that affects your mental health. So ways that I deal with um, my anxiety is that now, you know, before I would de- cope with it in different ways. Like I'll go ahead, I'll have a drink, you know, I'll go out and I'll party and I'll deal with it in that kind of way. Or I'll just seclude myself and I'll just be alone, you know, and just deal with my own mental health in that kind of way. Or I'll try to speak to certain people about, you know, certain people that I felt more comfortable around and I'll speak to them about stuff. Until I realized that none of that's gonna, none of that works in my favor. It might work for some people, but it doesn't work for me, you know. So what I started doing was me- a meditation. Meditation is a great form of really balancing your mind, really balancing your the mental awareness. Because what it does is slows everything down. It slows everything. We are always on the move. We're always hustling and bustling in whatever way. Like some people are hustlers where they're financially. Um, you know, they have financially free and they're just, you know, they make a lot of money for themselves. Some people are hustlers and stuff, but they're materialistically, they, are, they have, have a lot of things to show for, you know, their hard work. Some people have like successful relationships or families. People are hustlers in their own way. They have an idea, they have a, they have a focus and they, they want to manifest that. But we're always moving and shaking. Even when it comes to the little things, like you need a job, right? You need a job in order to survive. People do that. You know, people are just focused. Okay, I got to get up and I got to work five days a week on average. Right? I got to work five days a week, eight hours a day, eight, nine hours a day. It's like, okay, this is my focus. So when you want to now degroup and you just want to, like, okay, now I just want to relax my mind. I just want to relax. What we do is we'll go, like, okay, let's, we, we also have other parts of us. Now we want to go hang with friends that we haven't seen or we want to hang with family or we want to take a trip. So we're always freaking moving. We're always freaking moving. And sometimes even when we're in the sleeping, our minds are still moving and we're dreaming of certain things in our dreams. You're like, wait a minute. And you feel so exhausted when you woke up. You just had a good eight hours of sleep and now you're exhausted. You're more tired than when you were before you went to bed, you know? Meditation is a great way to combat that. I meditate at least five to ten minutes a day. Now, to those people that are that meditate often, that's like nothing. That's nothing. That's that's laughable, so to speak, in a good way. That's laughable, like really five to ten minutes. That's just me, you know, getting my body relaxed. I didn't even get to the meditating part. For me and someone that's new to it, I'm not speaking as an expert. I'm not speaking as someone that I went to school for or has a doctorate degree in it. I'm speaking from somebody that's experienced, that's, that's knows how to deal with certain things in myself and hopefully my insecurities and the things that I go through in my life are received in that kind of way where I can give some insight to what I works for me and maybe it'll work for you in a different way. You put your own twist to it. I do five to 10 minutes. Sometimes I get real, I get real funky with it and I'll do 20 minutes. Yeah, boy, I'll do 20 minutes. But I haven't done anything more than that. 
but I'll just breathe. I'll sit in a relaxed state. I'll close my eyes and I'll just focus on my breathing. And just let my thoughts flow, let my, my mind wander. You know how long you need to do it for. Your mind tells you sometimes I could do it for an easy 20 minutes and other times I could barely do it for two. You know? Sometimes what I'll listen to is meditation music. So when I'm working, I'll put on meditation music because for me, it's a great way to really help center my thoughts, center my mind, center my anxiety. See, right now, like I've told you, I started this podcast, like I was stressed out, bro. I was stressed out. And um, it's like every nothing was working in my favor. When I say stressed out, I'm being dramatic. Again, over the top, right? I wasn't like stressed out, but I'm like, okay, I'm starting off the day and nothing is going easy. I haven't meditated in like four days, you know? But I need to, after this podcast, I need to meditate. And I'm, I need to put this podcast out because I like to have the podcast out every Sunday early the crack of dawn and I haven't had the chance to I've been such as life has been very busy I haven't had the chance to mental health is really important uh, something I also think it's important to deal with is love like I want to speak on things like love I want to speak on things like relationship I want to speak on things that we don't talk about me telling you about my anxiety is me be revealing myself you know I'm a very private person I'm a very private person I don't want to speak on things in that I deal with in private, in public, because you put it in the hands of someone that may just be, it, it, just, it just may be more fuel, it may just be more, you know, something that they could use against you, or something that they could sort of make fun of, or mistreat. You know, oftentimes we mistreat each other because we are going through things that we can't figure out ourselves. So we'll say, for example, if I'm in a, in a foul mood, right? And someone says something that just like, it just said it at the wrong time or said it in the wrong way or they said it and then I react to it. It's not necessarily, but their intentions were good. Like they just said something and I misunderstood it. It's not them that's the problem. It's me that's the problem. It's me not knowing how to deal with my own stuff. And it's a lot of those people out there like that. It's a lot of those people out there, soul suckers that would be like, and now you just, now this person that you were talking to now just wants to, now they're going to react. They're going to defend themselves because now they're pushed into a corner and they have to defend themselves out of it. And now you, now you guys are in a place that you don't want to be, you know, it's very, 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 very important to be the best version of yourself in every single way. I work diligently on becoming the best version of myself and these podcasts and now these vlogs are very important to me too because it's a way to reveal myself where people can relate to me and other aspects I noticed in life and to dealing with my own mental health I noticed in life that I have groups of people that I deal with right and I have they're all separate groups of people that I deal with let's just break it down to the very simplest form like I have people that I work with and that's one uh trait that I carry there. I have uh, friends that I go out and party with. That's one trait that I have there. I have buddies that I have that I do business with. That's one trait that I have there. I have uh, best friends that I, and very close best friends. That's one. And then you have family that you deal with. So it's different traits. And so all of those people see a different side of you, but they see the side that you show the most, right? 
no one ever gets a 360 version of you. No one ever gets a whole version of you. I don't think anybody's ever going to get a whole version of anybody in life. I know for me, like I don't, I reveal myself, a lot of myself, but I'm never going to always reveal all of myself because you have to leave room. You have to leave, you know, that mystery there, right? I noticed that I did that so much subconsciously. I did that so much with people that when it came down to them understanding that, okay, well, for example, I was in music. They go, oh, you can sing? Oh, you were signed to a music label? Oh, you can dance? And then I look at them in return, and I'm just like, obviously. But what's obvious to me is not quite obvious to them. You know, it's like they don't know that. They don't know that because you've only shown them one perspective of who you are. So whose fault is that? That's not their fault. That's your fault. So now you're in a, in a situation where you're like, well, yeah. And then you'll sing something with them. You'll dance. You're like, oh, that's cool. But you're like, okay, bro. But they're like, okay, so what else? Have you, so they don't really know your whole resume and catalog. And not that you owe them that. But it's just it shows the difference of how we sort of protect ourselves against other people. And we only show them little bits and pieces of who we are and not show them in a full capacity, which is why I think having this blog and this podcast is important because I reveal myself and I'm not afraid to reveal who I am. You know, when I say I want people's interaction or I want people to be, you know, and more involved in a podcast, I mean it. Like I'm not doing this because I'm looking for ratings. I'm not doing this because I'm looking for, like this is something that I'm doing because it's fun to me. You know, you could make money on podcasts. I make, you know, I'll, you know I'm not going to get into the finances part, but you can make money on, on the podcast. It is very easy to make money if you know how to do it. My focus is not making money. The focus of the podcast is to deal with everything relevant to mental health. And my uh, primary purpose is to give insight to a lot of things that I have gone through that I've dealt with as, as your Joe Schmo that's very similar to a lot of you and how I combat it. You know, and how I deal with it. Again, I suffer from anxiety, so I deal with it by um, meditation. I deal with it by being diving more into spirituality. I'm very, very spiritually driven. We're even more now than I was before. And if, as of the last maybe three or four years, I really started understanding my. You know, as the last four years, I started started with understanding my health and what was good for me, and understanding my body. Then I had to understand my mind. You know, and then I had to say what works best for me and change my circumstances, change my environment, change everything about me. Because as you grow, you outgrow, you know, like a person that knows better does better. You know, I'm someone that I'm a student of life, so I want to know more. I want to learn more. And when I do, I'm in now I'm insistent on doing better for myself. So I can always sustain a balanced, positive mind and great mental uh, stability. Sometimes when that happens, though, the environments that you are, you, you then outgrow. You outgrow the space. You can be literally the space. Like I'll, you'll have an apartment or you'll have a house and you're like, okay, well, this is, you want something bigger. You may want something smaller. You may want something with a different aesthetic. You might want to be in a different location. You outgrow that current situation and now you've formed into a different part of you and now you want to continue on in that path. And I think that's very, very, it's, it's good. It's a, a lot of us just still, we should always be growing and evolving. I'm scared of the people. I am scared of the people that don't. I'm scared of people that don't grow or 
or that stay in the same place is scary to me because those people will hold you in that in the same place as well. They will bring you down to a level. Like I always say, I don't roll in the mud with pigs because I'm not, I'm vegan. You know, like I don't I don't sit before I used to, you know. And if you're like, oh, I won, I'm a champion. You know, now I'm like, baby, I'm just gonna let you do that all by yourself. You want, I'm going to let you roll in my all by yourself. I'm going to let you battle and combat things all by your lonesome. I'm not going to jump there with you because I'm so far along in my health, my mental health. I'm so far along in my life that I used to be there with you. I used to be there with you, but it no longer serves me anymore. It doesn't serve me anymore. So I'm here. And if I cut step down to get there with you, what am I doing for myself? I'm doing a disservice to myself. And, and, and it brings you joy because... Now you, ha- you have, like you, you feel like you have that power over me. And that I won't give to anybody, especially now in my life. You know, especially now in my life. It's like those people that don't seek change. They don't uh, take the time to understand their traumas. You know, I, I press on the fact of traumas. Traumas are very, very important. Trauma is very important because trauma creates the drama in your life. So if you don't deal with the stuff that you went through, and oftentimes a lot of the stuff you've gone through when you were a baby, Bro, a lot of this stuff you dealt with when you were young. You know, I look at it in a sense where when you were, as you were growing up, you were just, just to say on average, okay, everybody's different. So I don't want people saying, oh, no, 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 that was different for me. Of course it's different from you. And I'm excited that it's different from you. But I'm talking on average, the, any, you know, the normal human race, right? Most people are grow as they, you know, become a baby, they, they form thoughts and they become to a different place in life. Right now, they just start growing. They start growing. One, two, three, four, five, six. Let's say seven. At seven, their, their brain, their thoughts are fully formed. Their personality is starting to, to shape and they're becoming, I don't know much about kids, but that's how they, you know, now they're starting to become that name that we've given them, right? Daniel Cuvetier. Now, now Daniel's starting to become that person. And then something in life hits him, figuratively speaking, or maybe or literally speaking, something in life hits him that now, now puts him in a place where he has to think about his life and life itself differently. That he doesn't see it no more the same way that he used to before. Oftentimes we don't deal with that part of ourselves because it's so early on that we just think we just take it as a you know, I'll just, I'll just take the L and I'll just keep moving forward in life. And so we do. And then we get to the next stage and we get another. And then we learn how to mask everything that we got going on in life. Every, every L that we took, we learn how to make an L into a win by not dealing with it, but just by understanding that that, that didn't hurt. You hit me, but that didn't hurt. You know, you didn't, you didn't break me. You didn't break me. And then you get to a certain point in your life, right? And you have like a midlife crisis. You know, like I try to say every so many years, every decade, you'll have like a sort of a, an obstacle that you have to deal with. And oftentimes when you, when you meditate or when you focus on your life and, and don't like when you take yourself away from the craziness and you really center yourself, you realize that a lot of the issues that you have currently in your life were issues that you had in your youth. I use this analogy and I think it's important for people to understand, right? This is how you combat who you are as a person and your traumas, okay? There's a long hallway, and this is not something that I made up myself. This is something that helped me understand who I was and I, I got from somebody else, right? Imitation is the best form of flattery, right? Is that how it goes? Um, 
So you walk down this long hallway, right? You see this long hallway and there's doors all around, right? And all the doors all around, you think, close your eyes and think of yourself. Think of your childhood. Think as far back as you can form a thought. You think so far back that you ask yourself, who is the kid at that age? You. What age was I that I want to connect to the most? I want to go back and revisit that one part of me. So now you're, you're an infant. You're one years old. You're two years old. You're three years old. Now you're four years old. So you go and you... That do- every door is an age. So now you go to that door, that, that, that four-year-old door, you open it. You have that child right there is still alive in you. I know, it's, it sounds crazy. That child is still alive in you. There's issues that you haven't dealt with that affects your current state. Maybe you... You know, you fell and you, you hit your head and it deformed you. Or maybe you, that's when you, you felt like hurt from something or someone and you can't seem to forget that. You know, and then every door after that becomes an, another child that's gotten older and you can see yourself getting older in every door that you open and you'll start seeing more traumas that you haven't dealt with. So it's very, very important that you revisit yourself, your old self. And I don't mean your old self like me two years ago. I mean your old self from as far back as you can remember. And see how your life was then and if you've really dealt with everything. Trust me. Trust me. You don't know me. Some of you do. Trust me. It really helps you form uh, a better sense of who you are. It helps you get through a lot of your traumas and you're able to then move forward. You're able to treat people better. I think it's so important to treat people the way that you want to be treated. You know, like I walk into a situation and the one thing I I demand is respect from everyone. Because I give a lot of respect to people. So therefore, I don't, there's not going to be anything less of that coming back to me. Now, people try it. They try it. Too bad for them. Because they see that. A person that is very stable in their mind, a person that's really stable in their life, like myself, it's like either we're going to respect each other or it's not, we're not going to respect each other at all. And again, I'm not going to roll in the mud with pigs, so I'm not going to go back and forth with you about it. We just won't have a relationship. You know, there are boundaries that you set because you're at a certain point in life that there are, there are boundaries, things that you're willing to deal with and things you're not willing to deal with, you know? And there are a lot of things that I can deal with in relationships, but there are also things that I am not willing whatsoever to compromise on. And respect is one of them. Respect is one of them. I give an ample amount of respect to people. I expect it back. And that's because I know who I am. I know what makes me happy, but I also know what makes me tick. You know, I am 90% happy all the time. And that 10%, when I'm unhappy, I'm oftentimes not unhappy because I'm unhappy with myself. I'm insecure with myself. I'm unhappy because of the people that a person that I have in my life. It's not usually like the people. It's just that, or the circumstances, or me not being able to gravitate to the next level. So now I'm unhappy, and I'll deal with it in that way.
mental health is very, very important, guys. Mental health is very important. And I, and I again, this, I don't want this podcast to be about me gossiping about people or me trying to speak on things that people have hurt me or people have done, you know, or I've done dirty, I've done dirty or they've done me dirty. The podcast ain't about that. If that's, if, if that was my focus, I would have started a blog and I'll start talking about celebrities because more people are more inclined to hearing about celebrities than they're hearing about the guy, the person next door. This is really to focus on what's, what we don't deal with as a community of people to bring some insight to help one another and just really evolve as a human race. This is what I'm big on. This is really who I am. And I hope that it can connect to more than four to seven people. It can connect to a lot of people. But if it doesn't connect to a lot of people, if it connects to that one person, that, that's special to me because I want you to understand that you are dope. You are special. You are amazing. And I am dope. I am special. I am amazing. I am incredible. I am powerful. I am everything. I am wealthy. I am rich. I am successful. I am everything. Like, I don't say that because I don't, I'm, I'm starting it for fluff. Like, it is true. It is real. It is real. But you are too. And if you doubt yourself, I'm your guy. You know? And anybody can call me, hit me up, have these conversations. I'm your guy. Like, I'm with you. I'm with you on your journey. Um, moving forward, I will speak more and more about my life and my personal life if you're interested in knowing. And just from your response tells me which direction I take the podcast. But... This is a good follow-up. I couldn't figure out what to follow up with after the successful uh, two episodes, right? I was watching the algorithms. People were interested in that um, as opposed to starting a business one-on-one and stuff. Y'all so shady. Y'all so shady. Y'all don't even care about starting a business. Y'all don't even care about mental health like that. Y'all just want the gossip, honey. Um, that's okay. Because I like it. I like it too. Um, but with it has to be like a balance. Mama, happy birthday. I love you so much. I want to thank you for being an amazing person, amazing mom, being so resilient, being so loyal and compassionate, being one of my largest role models throughout my life and just being an inspiration to me. You are a beautiful person. You deserve the world. I am grateful to have you at every moment of my life. And I couldn't see it without you. And I'm grateful that you are alive and we are able to share this time together. As I mature, as you mature, our bond gets closer and closer. And I'm so, every day, I'm so happy for it. Thank you. Happy birthday. I love you. And I can't wait for many, many more. Many, many, many.